Gold Coast's 92.5 Triple M Gold. With another Flan, Ali and Spider podcast. Yeah, the breakfast show that you hear on 92.5 Triple M Gold. Uh, do you want me to go through what is on the podcast? Yes, yes. yes. Straight up. Shall I do it? Yes. <laughs> Serenity Safe Harbour, yeah. Byron Bay's original hippie yep. on the podcast. I'm getting an awful lot of contact from people at the moment, Al. Are you? And they say that I'm quite like Lucinda Light, who's on Married at First Sight. Oh, Would you ever go on Married? Well, no, I wouldn't <laughs> because I think they're spiritually unenlightened. All right. oh, oh, well, that really? is coming up on the podcast. Ali, you've got a new membership. Yes, I do. Yeah, I've we celebrate that. And is it a membership or is it a commitment? A donation. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Spider, you spray today. Yep. We've wasted 74 years. Yeah. All right. That is coming up too. And we talked to a lovely bloke called Jonathan who is on Married at First Sight. That yep. a part of this, the Flan Alley and Spider podcast. Do you but, reckon we should put in the band The Bum? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. 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 A lot of Gold Coast tipped in. Yeah. Ban the bum well, off the beach. Mm. Comes off the back of our mate, uh, he's a good friend of the shows, Ian Grace. He is the chairman of an amazing group oh, yeah, called. Big group. Yes, he is. Uh, the Palm Beach Community Group. Yep. And Community Awareness Group. He was outraged. Consultation Community Effectiveness Cap. He was group. outraged because uh, it's skimpy what they wear these days. Mm. Mm. Well, there's barely any fabric there, I think, yep, at this point. So you yep. see a lot more bottom now than perhaps you used to. Yeah. Mm. The Gold Coast, they weigh in on that. That yeah, is, but whose uh, bum yeah. would you like to see? Oh yeah, yeah like imagine yeah, yeah. if cool. Trump got up there yeah. to do his um, yes. to do his US political speech yeah. in just a G banger. Down oh there. wow! See, I would love that okay. because I think <laughs> bums are entertaining. Like, yeah. I if everyone said, okay, okay would you want to line the whole of our office up? Yeah. In a G-string, well, I would say one million percent uh, yes. As you say that, our general manager is actually pressing yes. his hams against our oh, studio window. <laughs> now, isn't that entertaining? Okay, all right. So Can I give you a question? All right. Can we do it? <laughs> if we all lined up and we're all the same height, yep. but we had mm. black out our legs mm-hmm. and our top, yep. do you reckon you could name person by person by their bum? I've had to do in, that in, in the police station. In this studio? Yeah. No, no, oh. the work, the office. Oh, yeah. I reckon I'd come close. Yeah. I'm very observant. Uh, I okay. reckon I could get a word out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. what do you reckon? Well, I reckon I'd know whose bum it is, but I don't think I could speak. Yeah. Oh. What okay. do you reckon? Um, Speechless. Imagine like, whose bum would like? Would you like uh, to see politics? Would you like to see question time in camera? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I absolutely Palmer, love this. Just waltzing in well, with a uh, G-banger. No. <laughs> No, you wouldn't. You know oh. what? You've given me an idea for something to talk about on come, the show. Come on, yeah, what? Well, my granddaughter. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know whether to do it here or on the show. Tell us. You know what I mean? Let's replay this on the show yeah. because I don't want our podcasters and, to miss out on it. No, so I was having uh, my granddaughter came upstairs when I was getting changed in my bathroom just last week. And she goes to me, Mimsy. Is that your giant bum? <laughs> is that your giant bum? I was like, yes, darling, it is. Anyway, so that's just what I call it now, my giant bum. <laughs> it's not giant. It's, like my nan had a giant bum and, and she wouldn't mind me talking about it because she, in fact, they called it the Smith bum. Actually, she, she had, yeah. now, I, now I don't want to be 
No, Mean to your grand. Right. Nan was hilarious. She but her knickers were yeah. like they could have started, They could have won the Sydney Dober. I Ooh. hilariously saw them once on the hills hoisting Canberra, and there was a fair wind, right? And she had the knickers on. One of the one of the pegs had come off, and it had caught the wind. Now it looked like a spinnaker on a mirror, <laughs> and that hills hoist was going around and around <laughs> at a thousand miles an hour. And her undies, like literally, you could use them as a barbecue cover. They were that wide, and she thought her <laughs> ass was hilarious. Oh, right? so she had funny. two sisters with exactly the same bum, right? Like literally, if they stood side by side, you couldn't kick a goal if they were the goalie. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And there was three of them, and between them, I reckon there was about twelve foot of ass. And, that, and they would have claimed that they would have loved. They loved it. They called it the Smith bum. Bum on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we need to leave a crater soldiers could hide in. I never thought I'd say this, but we need a bum day. Yes, we do. <laughs> we absolutely do. Hey, spiders on the turn. <laughs> Bring on All the right. bum. Right. I hope you love the potty. Is that the end of bum chat? Oh, God, yeah. I hope so. All right, here it is, the Flan Alley and Spider podcast. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Oh, it is Byron Bay's original hippie Serenity Safe Harbour. I'll dim the lights for you. Transitioning to this energy level, Peter Spider, thank you. Thank you so much. Chant with me. Fizzy in my bunghole. I'm just waiting for my Kundalini to come online. Please don't Google that. Protective white light mantra. Encircle me, Freya. Fizzy in my bunghole. I'm selecting which cosmic channel I will receive the entire universe at once into. One more mantra. No. Fizzy in my bunghole and yabuya. I am here. <laughs> My adopted Rainbow <laughs> Province name is Serenity Safe Harbour. Yet in a past mm. life, I was a colourful identity at the Moulin, that's how you say it, mm. at the Moulin Rouge in Gay Paris. Mm. I was known as Toulouse Labette. Ali, had you heard of me? Uh-huh. Oh, no. Oh, damn Wait. it. I bet that you had. <laughs> Peter Spider, your rear cosmic channel is unblocked after last Thursday's yeah. treatment. Does look a bit red, though, inflamed. Mm. I'd pop some pawpaw ointment on that. Mm. Ali, look Again. At, let me look at you, Ali. Mm. Mm, this outfit. Mm. The important thing is that you had a go, so never mind next time. <laughs> oh, mm. okay. Last Monday you turn up to work in your cotton wide sides and a Brisbane Broncos beanie, so we're trending up and I salute you. A lot of people on my social media contacting me, sliding into my DMs. They're hitting me up on Massager, swiping my Tinderbox, whopping me on Grinder. Look, let me know <laughs> about... Is that not how you say it? Mm. Mm. Letting me know about this Byron Bay woman on Married at First Sight, mm. Lucinda Light. Mm-hmm. Do you know I love her? her. I love her. You love her? Yeah. Peter Spider, do you know of her? Me. Lucinda uh-huh. Light? Please. Apparently she is coming on the show later this week. Who is? Yes. Lucinda Light. Wow. So we're going to have two of you here. Mm-hmm. Look, everyone says, do you know Lucinda? Oh, so tiring. You're both from Byron, they say. I mean, Byron's a big <laughs> place, you know. <laughs> do I know Lucinda Light? I don't know Lucinda oh. Light. But I do. Oh. oh. I can taste her translucence. Lucinda Ooh. smells like the end of a rainbow when it just touches a hot road. And I can taste her aura. Ooh. It tastes like purple fruit roll-ups. And I've got to say, before I meet her on Thursday, I want to mm. compliment her. She keeps her kundalini very neat and tidy. Excellent. She doesn't do it herself. Uh-huh. She has Jim's mowing do it. Yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. Look, I had a little uh, spur of the moment, I guess, bit of inspiration. Maybe some would say thin inspiration. Mm. Yesterday, uh, 
I actually joined a gym. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Holy hell, you what know, happened to you? Which I know exactly. You think you know someone. Yeah. Where'd you get the inspiration <laughs> yeah, from? Well, it's time. You know, when you bend over and you struggle to do up your shoes and, well, you know what? Do you get a bit breathless Here's when you reach thing. down to tie them up? No, I don't. You I don't. do Just when I slip on. If I walk up the stairs and I'm on the phone, I do. I'm honestly so out of shape. But anyway, I um I thought, ah, oh, look, I'll go in and I'll just check this gym out and see what the go is. And there was a, a really nice younger guy called Elias there, and I just think he didn't know what he was in for. Right. So I just said to him, oh, look, run me through it. What deals have you got going? You know, because this is – I'm so reluctant to pay for a gym membership because – I've had them in the past. You should have month to month. All I well, all I do is just donate. I feel like mm. they I turn gyms into charity organisations, and I'm just donating. So yeah, I joined Jets at Madrabar and yeah. I didn't go at all. And then they rang me in November <laughs> and they said, "Are you going to come down?" And I said, "No, I think I got it from here." <laughs> 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 I only got a month ago. Yeah, that's right. No, so, I'm but right. you've got a significant birthday coming up. Well, yeah, is that the what? reason? Look, it definitely is a part of it. I'm turning 50 in June and I just refuse to still be this, feel like this. You know, I just feel so unfit and I just really want to try and get in shape for my 50th, so I guess. So, probably, first session. Well, I haven't done the first <laughs> session the yet. That's my girl. No, no. Yeah. But, well, listen here. Okay. <laughs> so, I actually, I have... <laughs> I had to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. So my whole plan for the whole weekend. Have you weekend, driven past? What's that? Have you driven yeah, past? Yeah, no, it? no. I was in there. Have you sent him an email? You know what? Truth be told, <laughs> yeah. and you know this I'm is listening. genuine. Yeah. I reckon probably one of the only reasons I ended up joining the gym was I actually was I'd earmarked this weekend to do all uh, so much housework. So it really probably happened because I was just totally procrastinating <laughs> from doing the housework. It's the only reason I joined. But I did have to go to Pack Fair yesterday because I, I'm not exaggerating. I had not one single shirt, training shirt, oh. that fit me. Oh, of I, course. Yeah. Honestly, so I would have gone looking like a sausage, a roast pork or something. <laughs> beauty. With it, if I had chucked on a More pink like one. A beef croquette. So I've got the shirts now. I bought the new shoes recently, yeah. as Look you know. Good, feel I've good, got play the, good. That's right. But I had to just share this with you because when Elias was signing me up, he said, he goes, have you been a member of Good Life before? And I said, no, I don't think so. <laughs> he goes, what's your number? So he, anyway, here I am on the system, okay? Already. Yes. But it, it turns out they used to be, they've joined with Fitness First. So I was oh, a member okay, that. Anyway, right. so he goes, look, here's, <laughs> sorry, here's your stats, right? <laughs> And this can't be right. This has to be slightly wrong. But anyway, you can see it. You can see what I've donated to that gym over the years, 3400 and whatever dollars, right, from years of membership. And then there's another little thing there that says (laughs) number of times visited. This cannot be right. But here is Elias looking at it. He's so lovely, but he burst out laughing. Three times. <laughs> <laughs> Only a thousand dollars. A thousand Spiders. As I said, we've met, we've wasted seventy four years. And do you do you ever ask yourself where is the next invention going to come from? Who will it be? Who will make it? Will it be Will it be me? And then mm. you think, okay, is there anything else to invent? You think of anything? You think, oh no, someone's done that. Yeah, someone's done that. 
Is there anything more? And I think some of the great inventions of all time, think about, you know, the ping pong door where you can, you, you, your door to your bedroom, mm-hmm. you can um, put it sideways and play ping pong on it. That's um, cool. That's cool. What about the flask in the tie? So if you've got your tie and you've got a little flask in your tie, you can drink oh. your tie. I've oh. never heard of that one. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> tie one top, on. Now I tie want tie ties to be compulsory. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. There's so many. But this tops them all. Come on. Following the success of the hot cross bun around Easter time, oh, yeah. and they've had a lot of mashups over the years. So they've had the Vegemite hot cross bun, they've mm-hmm. had the red velvet hot cross bun, they've had the burger sauce hot cross bun. Ooh. Now, they've just released the iced Vovo inspired hot cross bun. Mm-hmm. But better than that, the hot cross bun has been around since 1361. Ooh, so, what? Yep, okay. 1361. 589 years it's been around for, but it gets better. How could Because it? so is the, the Arnott's pizza shapes have been around since 1950. Oh, oh. So for 74 years, we have wasted our time because they have just decided to join them both together. <laughs> the pizza shape inspired hot cross bun. <laughs> Does it get any better than that? Yes. When you think every invention in there in the world has been thought of, they finally, after 74 years, decide this is going to be the invention that is going to change the world. Yep. And I absolutely agree. I can say our life is now complete. We can all rest in peace. What have we done? We have wasted 74 years. I have wasted 49 years and eight months without something like this. And I have just wasted two minutes and 36 minutes of your time on this. Maths. Okay, it is, Nally, the biggest yeah. show on television right awesome. now. Married at first sight. All right, we were down to the last two weddings last night, and one of those weddings contained Lauren, who is, well, many would describe her as absolutely crazy, and her new groom, Jonathan, who joins us in the studio right now. Good morning, Jonathan. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good, well, buddy. We're doing wonderful. Look, I would love to play uh, something that happened on the show last night in relation to you maybe being too nice. Too nice. Are you kidding? No. People go into a relationship saying they want the nice guy, but then when they find it, they're like, mm, actually, this is boring. I get it all the time. <laughs> I don't think you've ever heard those two words. Jonathan, I tell you what, I would imagine that this is something that you've have you heard this before? Have women said this to you before that you're too nice? Nah, I hadn't heard that one before. You'd never heard it before? Nah, not too nice. Mm. Um, I've heard nice, but not too. I didn't realise too was a thing. Jonathan, it's interesting because at that point of the show, it, this happens with quite a few couples. They will divert to a previous behaviour and sabotage what experts have set up for them. How did that make... Because I, I know you got into it with your answer and I was glad of it because she was, she was mucking around. Yeah, uh, self-sabotage definitely looked like it was coming into it a touch. Um, but it's only early days, so we'll see how it goes. Ooh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you staying calm yeah. in the middle of a crisis. Yeah. That, that makes yeah. me feel like uh, things are going pretty well between you and Lauren. Look, the, the wedding was awesome. We had so much fun. As you saw last night, we got, yep. a, bit, we got a bit messy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just had a great time. It was just like a party. All of our friends got along. Um, and, yeah, we did have a great time. But then waking up the next day... 
it just seemed like a very different undertone. Yeah. Um, it was like this massive high and then this big crash. Um, but we'll see how it goes. There was lots of pashing and hugging and carrying <laughs> yeah. on at the wedding. Ooh, We're all waking up the next morning and going, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> what have I done? No, that's what I meant by messy. We got a bit messy. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Now, listen, I tell you what, one person that wasn't overly thrilled at how uh, all over each other you were was your stepsister. Um, she just loves me, wants the best for me. And she, I think she just raised a concern that she's like, is Lauren ready to settle down? That's it. And they just jumped on it. Mm. Um, but yeah. Because to be honest, you actually look quite besotted with Lauren. Ah, I was, I, I saw her and I was like, wow, this is amazing. She is the funniest person. She's hilarious. She is. And like crass, but I love that. So there's a contract saying you've got to be together. (laughs) (laughs) But. Um, she wanted you to be, in her words, a little bit more vulgar and have a bit more fun. Do you feel like you're sort of short of that line where she's concerned or are you comfortable playing in that space? No, I think waking up the first morning of the honeymoon, it was more just like she wasn't giving me a chance. Um, yep. It was like it just felt very closed off and that's where I'm like you need to – like. Yeah. I need you to feel like you want to hear from me. Yeah. Uh, where I didn't, I wasn't getting that feeling on the honeymoon. So, well, are you loving the experience so far? Uh, yeah. Look, it has been fun. That wedding was amazing. It was so much. Uh, it was surreal. Very yeah. surreal experience. But so far, it's been awesome. The Bucks party was great. Mm-hmm. So, talk to me about the dinner parties because they're famous. Like there is so much clashing and. People get involved in everybody else's stories. I don't understand that. Like in real life, I would never really do that. Yeah. Um, what goes on? Is there is there plenty of booze being plied beforehand? Why is the behaviour so different on dinner party nights? So there's certain things I can and can't say. Yeah, but I will yeah, say yeah, that yeah. the first dinner party was going, we thought, really well. We are all having a great time getting along. <laughs> now, this is on tonight. Yeah, and then there's a possibility we got a stern talking to, and then everyone oh. was like, okay. Ooh. So they tell you to fire up. They tell you to just be honest. Be honest about yep. how you feel about someone. If you don't like the look of someone, tell them that. In a normal situation, if I looked at you and went, I don't like the look of you, I wouldn't say that. But on mm. the show, they're like, say it. And the quicker you say it, the quicker they'll wrap you and take you home. So everyone gets to the point where they just walk in and just go, bang. <laughs> yes, because yeah. you yeah. want to get yeah. some sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Now, before we let you go, one one thing I'm really loving about this season is the fact that they have actually put an older couple in yeah. there, Richard, yeah. who's 62, and Andrea, who's 51. I guess from a fellow contestant's perspective, are you all loving having that older couple in the house? Yeah, definitely like a different dynamic that we weren't expecting. I thought you would, I, at the Bucks party, we were all like, who's that guy? Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, uh, lovely people and it was great having them there. Yeah, you have to watch a show and see what happens. It's funny watching the older and the younger couple on the same show last night. Yeah. To me, that was intriguing because they took it slow and then they built up and then things have got really good. You guys took it quick and then it no, faltered. It's the old, the old bull in the paddock, isn't it? The yep. cows in the paddock. What's that story? Yeah. Don't. Tell us, Uncle Peter. No. Now, Jono, we are, look, we've fallen in love with you two as a couple. And look, I desperately hope, hope that you stay together. We thank you so much for your time on the show today and look forward to seeing lots, lots more. No, thanks, guys. It was good fun. Thanks for coming in. Man. Bear Bums at the Beach has uh, hit the news cycle again. I'm talking G-string bikinis. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an article in the Gold Coast Bulletin 
over the weekend where they were highlighting the fact that uh, a charity organisation, a gentleman who runs a charity organisation, he's also the chairman of the Palm Beach Area Police Community Consultative Committee. That's a wow, long a great name. title. Mm, his name, yeah, and he's a friend longer. of our show. His Absolutely. name is uh, Ian Grace, and he joins us right now. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, everyone. Now I'm in trouble. No, yes, you're, mate. you're not in trouble at all. Now, obviously, this article highlighted the fact that, uh, yeah, that you uh, have an issue with uh, these the swimwear that a lot of young people are wearing, uh, young women are wearing in this day and age, and you actually wrote a letter to Mayor Tom Tate uh, expressing your concerns. My first question is, did you get a response from the Mayor? <laughs> Nothing as yet. You get the usual, thank you, we've received your correspondence, but I've also sent the article from the Bulletin as well. And, um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. But, you know, this was triggered from so many events. I was at recently, um, one for the launch of the summer and couldn't get a video um, sponsored by Gunnar Neil. And it's a family event, and here we are away from the beach, you know, and on the uh, the main roadside, and here's all these beer bums going past. I think young kids don't need to see that. And I've had other people saying to me, you know, we're at uh, White Water World or whatever it is, you know, and there's beer bums in front of you. Other people telling me about three young ladies bear bums getting on the bus. Other ones at Eleanor Shopping Centre walking around with their bear. You know, so enough's enough, I think. Young women are demeaning and uh, cheapening themselves, and we're very aware, having looked after young kids, you know, 11 to 17 for 14 years, we want to see them develop healthy relationships without blatant, you know, sexual attraction instead of saying, hey, I don't know you, but here's all i got. I think there's a lot of people that are absolutely uh, on your side here. But you're saying you should bet, uh, and we're going to ask a question, one three hundred nine two five triple six. should we ban the bum? Um, but you're saying off the beach. On the beach, you, you're happy with it, or you're saying ban the bum everywhere? They ban the bum everywhere is not going to happen, but if you look at um, bare breasts are banned on the beach, and a lot of people would say bare bums are as erotic, if not more so. But forget about that. Off the beach, definitely. Don't need to see them in our local coffee shop, which has been the case, okay. or, or at the shopping centre, or on a bus, or whatever, all these different things that people have mentioned to me. And it's not it's not going to engender respect. And uh, the psychologists call it signalling. And you say, what signal is it you're trying to put out by bearing your bum? And I've known you a long time. You're a good fella. I think you've lost your mind. I, I just don't. I just. <laughs> I just don't agree with telling other people how to live their lives. I really don't. And um, I was. I, I got a surprise when you when you chose those words. But I'm I'm interested in in, in your why. Um, it's a. I feel like it's a time in the world where we've stopped telling people what to do, where people can do their own thing and not worry about it. Yeah, it's interesting too, mate, in this idea, days of equality that um, if, for example, if, if guys were to bear their bums, you know, and, uh, you know, we would be lambasted, castigated, all those big words, you know. So, uh, look, I'm a bloke. I enjoy the view, but I just think it uh, means less respect for the young ladies. Yeah. Well, the it's a tough one, Ian, because, I mean, I, I, I tend to agree with you in some parts because as a mum I, I was concerned when my uh, daughter's, you know, bought these bikinis that showed a bit more of their bum. But, I mean, I, I certainly don't agree with you saying they're cheapening themselves. I think that's uh, that's a term that I'm not okay yeah, with and not happy the, with. That was the bit where I jumped. Yeah, because, you know, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of fantastic comments as well um, on that particular article. And it's a tough one because, I mean, plenty of people find men's chests sexy. Yeah. You know, um, mm. it's a, it's, but it just tends to always be when, well, in relation to women yeah. uh, that people have this issue. It's a really tough issue. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. one three hundred nine two five 
666-666-666. Should we ban the bum? Uh, but before we go to the callers, Ian, I just want to say thank Off you so beach. much. No, no, uh, we <laughs> yeah, thank I'm you for your you. time. Really Ian? appreciate your time. Yeah, look, I don't yeah, want to go. I don't yeah. want to go to Woolies and see someone's bum in yeah. my face either. Oh, thanks, Ian. Thank because you. you divided... the at Miami if you do, though. <laughs> yeah, you've, devo- you've divided the uh, you've yeah. divided the studio here. Flans against Hot you. Issue, on with definitely. you. Ali's uh, on the fence. Uh, there's an article in the Gold Coast Bulletin over the weekend. A gentleman called Ian Grace. He's the cha- chairman of the Palm Beach area. Police Community Consultative Committee, and he sent a letter to Mayor Tom Tate asking uh, for bear bums to be banned. Ban the bum. Ban the bum. So that is what we are asking this morning. one three hundred nine two five triple six. Should we ban the bums? Good morning, Lindsay from Burley Waters. Look, definitely not ban the bums. I think, um, like Ali, I agree. I don't want to be walking down Kmart and see any swimwear, but definitely not ban them. And I think, um, I think people like Ian respect his opinion, but... Him kind of saying he's a bloke and enjoys the view like anyone. That, that's actually what's cheapening women. Not, yes. Um, not people wearing some, some swimwear. And I'll tell you what, I don't love seeing men's chests on the beach. Um, you know, he, he said breasts are banned. Well, that's actually not true. It's only women's breasts are banned on the beach. So, there you go. Oh, uh, yeah. Good point, You're picking the seams apart. I'm loving think it. Think about it, boys. Okay, thank you, Lindsay. Thanks, Lindsay. Okay, yeah. here we go. Well it, Lindsay. Okay. okay, the phones have gone berserk they on this. have gone crazy. So what we will do, we'll actually go to the news and we'll yeah. come back with more of your calls. Uh, but just quickly before we go, Spider, what are you saying? Absolutely. Ban the bums, Flan? Ah, get out of it. You're People saying, do what they want to do. You're saying leave the bums. I'm saying, um, look, I'm okay with it on the beach, but I don't. I want you to cover up when you're in the shop. So uh, the chairman of the Palm Beach Area Police Community Committee, his name is Ian Grace, uh, and there was a big article in the Gold Coast Bulletin over the weekend in relation to people bearing their bums on the beach, specifically women, obviously, uh, you know, it's the fashion now. Yeah. Swimwear is just thong, thong, thong after thong. Nearly and, there. And look, he actually uh, prompted him to write an article to Mayor Tom Tate after he'd been at an event run uh, where there was a girls walking around, I guess, in outfits where he described them as the tiniest triangle in front and as close to naked as could be. And look, I can understand some of his points. I genuinely can. I personally don't like seeing... Bare bums in uh, supermarkets, IGAs. Yeah, this chat raged in Coles, Miami, for a while. Yes, about and, ten years ago. And look, there have been so many comments. I mean, it really is divided. You know, you have um, some people saying, "Just let people do what they want to do." A gentleman was saying, "I don't care what they do. I just don't want to be accused of ogling because mm-hmm. it's a tough one." Yeah, I'm not, it is. I myself find it really hard. If there's a bare bum or something in front of me, of course I'm going to look. Yeah. It's really tough to not ban look. the bum. No, I must certainly the don't. Beach. Do we want to ban the bums or not? One three hundred nine two five triple six. Luke in Mermaid Waters. What say you? Uh, no, I don't think we should. I, I think it's a matter of uh, people can express themselves and wear what they like, and if you don't like it, you can mind your own business. Oh, I think that's very well said, mate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I mean, do they judge people in Brazil during Rio? And they, they, they wear almost nothing. It's a cultural thing. No one cares. Okay, thanks, Luke. All right, we're all going to be mate, nude at the beach. I hope so. Good morning, Pete and Pimpamar. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Not Good, bad, thank Pete. you, mate. Are we banning or bumming? Uh, you, you've got, uh, honestly, if you got it flaunted, and uh, I think that everyone on the course should wear a mankini. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happens oh, if you haven't got it? Oh, don't, don't flaunt it, please. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Thank you, Pavarotti <laughs> Pete from Pimpermar. We love your guts. Jason from wow. Banoa, good morning to you. Where do you stand on banning the bum? 
Oh, look, I think as a society we look into we're looking into things too much and we're you know, we're more worried about what everyone else is doing. I think if you're over eighteen and you're comfortable with the way you dress, the way you look, good luck to you, you know. Um I don't see it as an issue, but I have a daughter who's sixteen, she knows what to wear and not what to wear. I just think it's you know, we we're starting to worry about the like the, the small things now. Okay, that's a really good point. And really some, well said. Yeah, one of the other uh, there was a comment uh, along the same vein that they said, you know, once you're over eighteen, yeah, that band it's tough kids, though because I, it what, is eighteen is sixteen these days. Well, so and the if younger, ten of your friends are wearing it, what, what you're going to be the only one. I know. Song you in Upper Coomera, What do you reckon? Do we ban the bum off the beach? Yeah, I didn't hear the whole interview, but I'm with Spider. I'm old-fashioned, and I think there's something more beautiful about having a bit of material on your body and um, keeping the private things for private moments. And yeah. I've got kids, and my daughter um, came with the whole song thing up her bum cheeks, and I told her, <laughs> yeah. I told her, go get, go get something else on, and especially don't wear that around my partner either. Not mm. that it matters, but I thought it was very not private, you know? Yeah. And the the beach, six kids. But I think, personally, I think the whole world slipped. I mean, anything goes now and you can basically marry your robot. But I think we need to put a standard. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Marrying robots Thanks, is a whole yeah. different topic. <laughs> do you plan we'll to take iPhone to be your lawful wedded husband? Yes, I do. Good morning, Linda in Corumban. Hi, how are you all? Good, good, good. Linda, lovely. can't wait to hear from you. What do you reckon? I know. I'm like, I didn't know whether to ring or not. Okay, so firstly, I'm a mermaid from way back. I've always sunbaked topless, but I do it with respect. When I go for a swim, put the top on, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care about G-bangers. I'm in my 50s and I wear them when I sunbake, put the cosy on when I swim because I'm old. Okay, the young ones, it is what it is. But in a public place, like a shopping centre, mm-hmm. it's disgusting. Yep. Number okay. one, there's no respect. And I was actually telling your girl on the phone, a little IGA at Crumbin here, mm-hmm. um, there's two teenagers popped out of their car, took their shorts off yeah. to expose their G-bangers, um. go, in, go into IGA, and I'm like, wow, now there's a lot of old people and it's disrespectful for them. They... Don't want to see some girls, but the well, dudes no. love it. Okay. Linda, you're with us. Then you're with us. Should we ban the bums off the beach? You're saying yes, and I'll tell you what, it is divided the Gold Coast. Yep. We are pretty much fifty-fifty yes. straight down the line. So, Linda, it's thank you very much. But ban the bum. The lettuce. Her bum the lettuce. I've got to eat that lettuce. No, you really don't. Don't let the shop convince you of that. It's your choice. Well, you've listened right through to the end. Thank you for doing that. And I'm going to give you a special little treat that we would never say uh, on the actual show, but this is what happened. When Married at First uh, Sight contestant came into the studio today, Jonathan, Jono, who I like, I think he's. I think he's really nice, but... Would you marry him? No, he's too nice. No. Yeah, no, I think he's nice. I think he's smart. Um, he went to put the headphones on and he goes, he goes, oh, do these adjust at all? Like he could not fit them on his head. And he admitted, he goes, I've got a huge head. And he does. Yeah. But so Al gets his on. Yeah. Yeah, that? true. You get yours on okay. Different mm. headphones. Ah. Mm. Similar heads. Big. It's like an orange on a toothpick. <laughs> It's got its own solar system. <laughs> okay. Thank so you. Goodbye. So lucky you guys are Heed. <laughs>